Welcome to the Getting the Deal Done podcast. Uh, my guest today, very special guest, is Jim Eschweiler, the CEO of Top Pot Donuts here in Seattle. Uh, Jim is also a partner in the AIT Group, which is about a dozen people that do outsourced work at various C-level functions for companies. Jim has a background in hospitality, having spent years with Starbucks and also restaurant Restaurants Unlimited. And interesting fact, Jim and I both are alums of Marquette University. So welcome, Jim. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Happy to be here. So tell, expand a little bit on your background and into how you got into hospitality and stayed in the hospitality. Yeah, it's funny. I, I think I first was exposed to hospitality back in our old neighborhood. We grew up not too far from each other back in, in Milwaukee. And, and, and my grandmother's house was that place where everybody was always there. There was food, there was drink, there was fun, there was noise and, and, and commotion. And, and so that element of people coming together to have an experience, to have fun, was something that resonated with me from an early age. When I went through school, I actually started in accounting. And I didn't necessarily, I knew I didn't want to be an accountant long term, but was told, hey, it's great experience. And if you know finance, that's going to help you in whatever you end up doing. And was fortunate enough to bring the two together in, in 1995 when I when I got an opportunity at Starbucks. And so I was in an accounting finance function, but in this tremendous hospitality company that was that was growing rapidly. So it presented a lot of opportunities to to grow, to learn, to take on you know, experiences that you wouldn't have gotten if you were just applying from the outside with your resume, you got to do it because you were there and, and, and you could help make a difference. And so I'm just fortunate that sort of the, the two converged, and I've been able to make a career of, of having, having the finance accounting underpinning, but, but being in, in some great hospitality companies. Okay. I want you a couple of lessons and insights you learned from Starbucks. And obviously it was a very fast growing company when you were there. Yeah, it's it, it definitely the people. And I, I learned so much there. And I, I think literally every single day I I draw off of something that I learned from from working there. So it, it was tremendous in that regard. But so much of it just came back to to people and 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 all the famous stories of of we're not in the coffee business serving people, we're in the people business. We just happen to be serving coffee. So building it around great people, number one. I think of a culture of planning, number two, which which maybe isn't what you think of from the outside, but we were so focused on five-year plans and the three-year plans and felt like constantly we're, we're doing annual plans and forecasting. And and at the time, maybe I didn't understand the context, but but as you kind of grow in your career, it's like, wow, what what a discipline to be always looking ahead and always trying to anticipate and be ready for, for what's around the corner. So you know, people, the the focus on planning, and then this element of of just from a from a culture or kind of value standpoint, just this belief that we can do anything we want to do. If 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 we've got a plan and we've got people, sky's the limit, and and we'll always find a way to make it happen. Okay. Now you've been in, involved with a turnaround or two. Yes. Um, tell us about those in you know the 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 good, the bad, the ugly. Etc. Right. The 
the, the good is is when you have a brand or, or, or there's there's vestiges of a brand that that still resonate if you have that there's an opportunity to build something back and and then the hard part after that is it, it's 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 much the emotion as anything is if you're in a turnaround situation it probably needs means you need to unplug things you need to stop doing things that are that are losing money or aren't working and 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 when when you have a brand or you're in this hospitality business you you don't want to disappoint you 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 have the emotional attachment to what you're doing and so one of the hardest things is to close a location to close a restaurant to close a shop that that's been in a neighborhood or 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 that has memories and 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 you know was around taking care of people and it it's a hard pull between you know the emotion of wanting to be there to to provide these great experiences and the discipline you need to say, hey, we if, if we're providing those experiences, we're not going to afford to be able to do to do other things down the road. And so there's there's always that pull, and and there's I think a huge huge need for communication when when you're in rapid growth mode. Yeah, it's great to communicate. It's great to everybody on the same page. But but there's an element of momentum that that keeps people aligned or can keep people aligned. When it's when it's restructured, when it's turnaround, there's a lot more noise. There's a lot more rumor. There's a lot more uncertainty and anxiety over okay, what comes next? Are we are we gonna are we gonna make it? Are we gonna be okay? And so the need for the internal communication to say, hey, here's what we're up against. Here's the path forward. This is why we're doing what we're doing. I think is is really critical, and that has to be at all levels of the organization. What can happen is. If, if, if things make the news or, or customers are wondering what's going on, then, then you've got frontline people that are getting questions from the outside. Hey, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? That's an awkward position to put your team in. So the more everybody knows the, the full story, the context and the goals, the, the, the more likely you're, you're going to be to succeed because that, that gives everybody a chance to be, to be pulling in the same direction. Okay, great. Look, I'm going to uh, change topics a little bit. And we're recording this uh, about a week and a half before Christmas 2022. And tell us about Top Pot's Christmas specials. Yeah, so it's it's fun when when you can do extra treats on top of on top of the normal treats. And so one thing we'll be rolling out in the in the next week is uh, it's a double chocolate cake donut with crushed candy cane on top so you get a little bit of that crunch and a little bit of of the peppermint flavor to go with the chocolate and the chocolate so that that is going to be a fun one and then we also have a seasonal coffee we we roast all our own coffee in-house which which i think many people don't know Uh, we have a seasonal holiday blend that that just rolled out in the last couple weeks and it's a bit uh, a bit of a darker roast, a bit more uh, wintry, uh, kind of matching the weather uh, versus our, our kind of a typical roast profile. But uh, I, I really like it. And I think it brings out a great balanced kind of winter coffee. So excited about uh, the seasonal donut and the seasonal coffee. Okay. So seasonal, do you do things for other holidays like Valentine's Day or Halloween? Uh Etc. We do, and and typically we'll we'll run kind of two levels. So there'll be a, a seasonal flavor that might last for a, a month or two. So blueberry fritters in the summer, uh, pumpkin donuts over the October November months, and and so a bit little longer lasting a carrot cake in in the spring around Easter time. So we'll have 
uh, seasonals that run for six weeks or more. And then we'll have one-offs for just fun, surprise, and delight things for, for a given day. So uh, uh, something as ghoulish as we can be for Halloween or something fun uh, for Valentine's Day or, or, or Mother's Day. So uh, there's there's kind of pop-ups and then there's there's longer longer seasonal ones to supplement the the core glazed old fashions and, and maple bars that everybody knows and loves. Yeah. Okay, great. So, and speaking of Top Pot, you've been there less than a year as CEO. Correct. Uh, talk about what's going on there, uh, your objectives, why you were brought in, all of that. Yeah, I was I was excited when I first heard of the opportunity in part because they had been operating without um, an in-house CEO for, for a stretch and had gone through the pandemic really just more in, in a little bit more survival mode and, and drifting. And so the opportunity to come in and really help reset strategy and, and, and rebuild systems and, and processes and, and, and help build was, was what was appealing along with the brand and knowing the brand and, and, and how it resonates in the Seattle area uh, just presented a really fun opportunity. And, and a lot of coming in now has been the, the basics where we are and, 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 kind of one of the phrases I'll use a lot is facts before action. And so it's really assessing where are we today, the, the portfolio, the strength of the brand, what we're good at, what, what we're not good at, need to be better at so that we can plan the right way and the right ways to move forward. So, so a lot of this first months have been focused on our existing portfolio, where we're strong, which, which locations are performing better than they were pre-pandemic and and what are the learnings from that and how we leverage those learnings going forward. Um, probably not a secret that third-party sales are way up compared to pre-pandemic. Probably not a secret that drive-through locations perform better than ones located in office buildings where only 40% of the people are, are there where they used to be. So a lot is gathering the facts, assessing, and then breaking it down to say, okay, these that are performing better, what are the things we can leverage into the rest of the portfolio? Ones that are performing worse than they used to, is there a path forward? Is it just a matter of, of patience until, until maybe the, the building next door reopens and the office workers are back? Or is it a more permanent issue? And, and then you have to make those hard choices we, we talked about, about we need to unplug because, you know, highest and best use of every given resource, whether that's people, whether that's capital, um, you need to be focused on on where you're going to get the most return for for those inputs. So a, a lot has been um, assessment, and and along the way we've been able to do some things to to grow sales, and and now we're we're at a point where we're really focused on putting together the strategy going forward, and and we can put put plans into action at at uh, a rapid pace. Okay, so you you mentioned before about the the people at Starbucks and how important it was. Uh, it's tough to find people is what a lot of uh, uh, owners and CEOs are telling me. In fact, you uh, you heard Jasmine from Dix talk about it. It's not that they're not working. There's so many other options like selling things on SD or driving for Uber Eats. How, how do you handle that? It, it is definitely a challenge and, and yeah, the, when faced with the choice of do I want to work, you know, in, in a hot kitchen on Friday and Saturday nights or, 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 or drive a car, 
it, it's it's tough to compete at times with 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 some of the alternatives that are that are out there. And so, you know, one we take the mindset of we're not victims. It, it's the same environment for everybody. And you go back five years, ten years, and it was millennials, and the millennials were going to be the end of of civilization, <laughs> and and somehow that proved not to be the case. And so now we're in another environment where it is difficult to 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 find people and retain people. It's it's difficult. I think it's harder to differentiate jobs. It, it used to be you could pay more and and take care of people and people feel appreciated and 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 you you get that loyalty back because you're you're taking care of them. When when now it's twenty two dollars, twenty four dollars for entry level. It, it's really hard to, to manage that. Never mind pay a premium on top of it, and so it's 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 commoditized things in a way because the the money is is kind of the same everywhere versus hey we could pay more and and attract people that way. So you really have to compete on what are what are the other attributes that you have? What's you know what what are your cultures? What are what are what are your values? And and I think generationally there's some core things that are always the same whether it's you know forget the music that they like or how they wear their hair or the the, the age-old issues with the next generation coming up there's still this element of people want to feel like the work they do matters people want to feel like they're part of something people want to feel like someone cares about about what they do and and, and how they're doing it and so that's the same i think through through the generations and and so you set the compensation piece aside, which, which again, is just, it's kind of the same for everybody. You, you, it's harder to differentiate there and say, okay, you got to differentiate on, on the human components that what we do matters and, and people appreciate the work that, that you do and, and you're part of something bigger and, and, you know, getting that chance to make someone smile, to make someone happy is its own reward. And the, the paycheck of course is nice and the paycheck is essential, but, but to be able to 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 make people smile is isn't the worst thing in the world. Yeah, you're right. I, I see that all the time in buy sell deals. The people are the important ones. The the buyer wants them to stay. The seller wants them to keep their jobs, etc. So yeah. the, the your industry. I mean, it, it, Starbucks seems to make it clear they really are moving to as many stores as possible have drive through given yes. coming out of the pandemic. What do you see for donuts, coffee shops? Uh, and maybe your I don't want you to give away any, you know, strategic planning secrets, but uh, eventual growth plans for Tapa. Certainly the convenience component is, is a critical factor in, in how we grow going forward. And, and it's, it's both the, the drive-through and the ability to order in advance. So, mm -hmm. so even if I'm, I'm going into the physical store, it's going to be ready for me. It's going to, I'm not going to wait in the line. I'll be able to just walk in and grab it and go. So, so continue, continuing to invest in the technologies or the systems that enable that convenience is, is, is really important. And so we, we've done a lot with, with the, the third party services over the last year and, and 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 really huge growth year over year in in that function. As we go forward, certainly the ability to do drive-throughs or whether it's walk-up windows, any anything to drive convenience is 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 really critical. And and that's I think a function of lifestyles in general. People are busy, but also a function of 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 some permanent shifts that 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 we have post post pandemic. It's 
it's, I think we're far enough out of it now. We know people aren't going back hundred percent five days a week across the board. There, there are some, some industries that are some locations that are, but, but there are a lot more that they're not going in at all or, or it's three days a week or, you know, it's some fractional basis. And so when someone, you know, used to have five days a week and now they're three days a week, that's a 40% hit in, in your potential transactions in that location, just because the people aren't there. And so it's really morphed to, we've got to be to where the people are. We've got to meet them there with what they want. Maybe that's drive-throughs, maybe that's, that's, you know, ordering apps and, and, and more order in advance. Um, maybe that's having the ability to show up in your office. If, 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 you know, you're not, you're not able to show up in, in our cafe. So I think that's going to be the number one thing going forward. And and then it's also just not letting the bar slip as, as everybody's experiencing inflation, everybody knows prices are going up. And so th- that's necessary, but at the same time, it, it, it increases the importance of, of keeping the bar high on execution. The last thing you want is people coming in and saying, boy, this isn't the same as it used to be. Oh, geez. And it costs more too. So people understand inflation, people understand prices go up, but boy, you can't mess with the experience, can't mess with with the quality, or or you're going to double disappoint, and and, and that's a problem. And that's probably one of the, the number one things that drew me to Top Pot in the first place was it was clear as a customer, they hadn't dumbed down the quality. You weren't walking into a cafe and getting a maple bar that was half the size that it used to be, and and, and someone's trying to trick you. And so protecting and preserving quality in that experience is critical as, as you innovate to, to, to meet the people where they are going forward. That's really a good, your point there on the size of the maple bars is good because you've been reading things and noticing things where all of a sudden packaging is smaller if for the same price. And uh, so that's a good philosophy. It's, it's- that's exactly, you know, the cereal box is the same size and there's, there's clearly less in it. It's, it's so many products where you, you experience that. And as, as a consumer, I always find that insulting. Just, just don't try to trick me. Just, <laughs> just tell me the price is up or, but, but don't try to fool me. Cause I'm, I'm going to be unhappy on the other side when I, when I figure it out and, and, and always at, you know, at, at the restaurants um, we, we were faced with, with a heavy debt load and, and 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 inflation on on a lot of our inputs and it was always hey we're 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 going to charge more but we're going to be loud and proud about it um because this is what we do and we're not going to change who we are what we do just because it costs more or we have to charge more to do it well jim thank you uh i i'm definitely going to go in and try your uh christmas roast coffee and uh i'm i know my uh Two granddaughters that live near us will love the double chocolate with the candy cane oh, yeah. crushed on top donuts. Uh, any any parting comments? No, I just I really appreciate the chance to to connect and um, yeah, it's it's exciting. I think all of us at Top Pot are are excited about um, kind of entering a, a new era post pandemic and and. Uh, maintaining the the great things about the brand while while innovating and 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 morphing to what we need to be in the future so i uh i appreciate the chance to to uh to talk okay so normally at this time i will tell people how to contact the person uh that i'm interviewing but in your case for those listening or watching 
it's go to your nearest top pot and try out their products, especially if you're listening in this holiday season, get, get one of those donuts, get the Christmas roast, uh, and give them a try or that would be fantastic. Be a continued customer. (laughs) We'd love to see you out there. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jim. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Go Marquette. Okay.